Welcome to the ACC Panic Room alongside Lauren Brownlow. I'm Joe Obias. Recapping the draft, Lauren, and it feels like draft trends finally caught up to ACC quarterbacks we pay attention to. Kenny Pickett and when he was taken, and then obviously Sam Howell at North Carolina being taken so late in the draft. Typically, we're used to teams reaching on QBs. Suddenly, teams found religion and didn't reach for any quarterbacks, which I think impacted. It wasn't necessarily a slight on Hal. It just seems that he got caught in the wrong time for, 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 for teams to be like, you know what? On second thought, maybe let's approach this differently. Yeah, maybe. I'm not so sure. Um, I hear you. Because, like, initially, I was kind of thinking that, too. And I was like, whenever the run on quarterback starts – Mm-hmm. that's when this will happen. Because, I mean, remember, Malik Willis was thought to go as high as six. All of a sudden, there right. he is in the third round, like, waiting, you know. And I remember, as the draft's playing out, there's all this talk about, like, oh, the Panthers are trying to get back into the second round to draft. Imagine if they'd given up more than they had to give up to trade back mm-hmm. into the second round just to get whichever, quarter, you know, the quarterback that they really wanted. I'm really glad that they didn't. You know, I, I'm, I was relieved, but it's like, yeah, they just, the run on quarterbacks never came, didn't start again until later, but it took Sam another round after like all of those other guys went Yeah, another full round basically in between. So, I mean, you've, you've heard some of the things, but it's weird, right? There's so much about the NFL draft that at the end of the day, like they have all the analysts, they have all the people getting their information, but nobody saw that coming, you know, like no and one they- saw fifth round for him. I heard no one say that. But they also get things wrong all the time. That's it, what I'm it's, saying. It's, yeah. But w- what I'm getting at is, let's take let's oh, let's, oh. let's let's say specifically quarterbacks. I'm not talking about draft analysts, mock drafts, everything else. That's to me, that's like cotton candy, that's junk food. When the NFL season wraps up, and people who don't want to go focus on college basketball or anything else for that matter, they get wrapped up in the mock drafts and the day to day, who's up, who's down. Again, right. it's all junk food to me, and it's really easy to get sick on. So I try to avoid it as much as I possibly can. But there clearly the quarterback market is settled. And because the quarterback market is settled, it affected the draft and some of the moves that are currently pending right now. Let's take the Carolina Panthers, for instance, because I do think the Panthers are a good example of a team that represents the totality of where the NFL is right now. You and I both knew they were not going to draft a quarterback with the sixth pick in the draft. We knew that. Well, they, no, no, uh, we know this. You we haven't seen this. my video yet. Oh, Maybe I, know, I, I know. knew that, but I was saying, please don't draft a quarterback. Please don't and draft they, a quarterback. And I, I know what video you're talking about because it was on Twitter and I did watch it and you were shocked well, that they well, did the I right thing. Put out the video. I've only put out the pictures. But yes. Okay. It, it's, they did the right thing. Okay. Yes. That's the key part. And the fact that Ike Okwano from NC State was sitting there at the sixth oh. with the sixth pick in the draft was a shock. And that's why it was a great thing for the Panthers to finally yes. go and get him at, at offensive line. But again, the Panthers are, are just the example to me because they try to, to, in my opinion, they tried to create a market to trade back. All right. Yes. Because they knew they had gaps in the second and the third round, pick between round one and round four. So they try to create a market that wasn't there. Nobody bit. So they moved on and it fell to them in the perfect way possible. So good on the Panthers. But you also look at Baker Mayfield 
and Jimmy Garoppolo. The fact that there was no deal done for Baker Mayfield when Cleveland is desperate to get rid of him because there's no point in having him now that they have Deshaun Watson. And obviously the 49ers know what they have in Jimmy Garoppolo and how far they can take him. And they drafted his replacement last year. And yet these guys are still on their respective rosters without a draft night deal. That's a surprise to me. So it just is further illustration that this thing is settled for the most part and that teams weren't necessarily desperate to go out there and reach for their potential savior. There's also some different trends too with how teams are being built now and the rookie contract coming into the quarterback. You want to get that that piece last because you can save so much money. Again, I just think it's not necessarily a slight on Sam Howell or Kenny Pickett that he went when he went. To me, it's just more that they finally were the examples that the, the, the example of quarterback of teams finally going about it differently. It's not yeah, necessarily think, on them. I think maybe some of it too is like, teams are starting to realize like, okay, if we can't convince ourselves to fall in love with a quarterback, if we're not sure that this guy's going to change our franchise, then there is mm -hmm. no point in going and getting a guy in the first round. And I mean, some of us out there have been saying this for a while and I ended up having to, you know, none of us like being wrong, but I mean, to be fair, I was only wrong because they finally did the right thing. Mm -hmm. I said, you know, everybody was saying these this quarterback class is just meh. It's whatever. Like these guys aren't that good. They're not going to get drafted high. And I said, I'm sorry. Every year we do this and we have these conversations right. and every year they end up drafting them. And yes. yeah, this was the, this was the first year I can this remember was the year? ever that that did yes. not happen. So, yeah. you know, I mean, even Pickett who was talked about going high, didn't go till 20. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. It's a weird thing. I know that there's some issues with Howell that people have flagged. For instance, he took a lot of sacks, not all he of did. which were his fault. Although, yep. yes, I did still want to get the joke off about Josh Azudu getting drafted ahead of him. And how Sam Howell must have been like, seriously? An alignment? Get it? My alignment? Get it? Okay. Okay, cool. Guess y'all watched. Okay. But, Got yeah, it. I mean, I what think What tape like, were you watching? What, what did yeah, I right. see? He's, he's just six foot. We know how they feel about size. Although it yeah. was a strange draft because Mel Kuyper, you know, when they're still talking, they're talked a lot about Sam, obviously, why is he still on the board, whatever. Mel Kuyper mentioned something about NFL teams wanted to see more fire from him. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Like, do they mean, like, pump fist pumping, like, talking trash? Because, like that dude had more competitiveness than almost any player I've ever covered. So I don't know. I'm yeah. like, okay, y'all knock him for this, that, and the other. Y'all were ready to draft him in the first round. He goes out with a team that's not as good as the one he has before. Mm -hmm. He sacrifices his own numbers and performance so that his team can do better. Mm -hmm. And his reward is this. So whenever anybody ever asks me again why players are selfish, maybe I'll just, maybe I'll point to this. I mean, he might not have gone in the first round anyways, but like, Tell me he wouldn't have gone two rounds higher minimum if he came out after two years ago versus last year. Oh, easily, easily. But the funny thing is when you fall the way that he falls, look, the NFL is littered with examples of guys going in later rounds and ending yeah. up being franchise QBs. I'm not trying to put Sam Howell on the same yeah, level right. as Russell Wilson. I'm not trying to put him on the same level as Dak Prescott. And obviously Tom Brady is the greatest outlier of them all because when did he go, right? Um, my, my, my point is, that there are examples, shout out to Alex. There are prime examples. <laughs> See, he agrees with me. Alex totally agrees with me. But there are there are, there are so many examples of quarterbacks going later and having pretty productive careers. But let's also look at the flip side of this. 
if we understand that NFL teams have been wrong in the past, they get quarterbacks wrong in the past, why can't we just point out that if you think this class was so bad, maybe you were wrong in how bad this class really was? Because let's juxtapose this to last year's class. What did we hear about last year's class for six freaking months? This is the greatest quarterback class of all time. It's the greatest quarterback class since the 80s. It's this and it's that. Give me the quarterback that actually produced last year. That's the thing. And I, you know what? I will, And he wasn't that, that good too, I feel in, like Mac, that, in Mac Jones. Yeah, it had a lot to do with it, I think. I think that had a lot to do with it, too, was like maybe teams just got tired of drafting quarterbacks that there were a lot of question marks about, mm-hmm. that they weren't sure about, and thinking, well, they have this physical skill and this, that, and the other, and having to draft them so high to do it, and then it not panning out. I mean, there's just been there's been countless examples of it. So yes. maybe that's part yeah. of it. There are countless examples that, and specifically to Sam Howell, we'll wrap on this. I mean, he didn't land a bad spot. If you're looking at it strictly from the perspective of playing time, getting Um, on the field. Just everything else is really. Well, there's a lot of things that are going on with the commanders. Let's just look at this from strictly a football perspective, right? Let's get Dan Snyder out of it. All that stuff. I I know why you're making that face. I know why you're making that face. It's not the only reason. I know there's a bunch of reasons why the commanders are just as a whole not great, but let's just look at this from a, will Sam Howell see the field next year? I can simply just say, who's the quarterback they acquired this off season? Carson Wentz. That's the thing. Carson Wentz is going to get hurt. The good news for Sam Howell is that he will play. He will play. The bad news for Sam Howell is that he will play. And for that franchise specifically, not yeah. just Dan Snyder, not just even Ron Rivera's quarterback history, but also just like the commanders, the Washington franchise's quarterback history is bleak. Terrible. So. Yes, it's not great. Anyway, best of luck to everybody. Um, shout out to the Panthers for apparently doing You know what's bad if I'm saying that as a Panthers fan. I know. No, 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 trust me. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm picking up what you're putting down. That's going to wrap it up for this edition of the ACC Panic Room. Uh, we'll meet up again uh, later in the week or next week when we actually have some more transfer basketball stuff. Because I do think, and Lauren, Today's we have to spend some time. I think yesterday was the deadline. Kerwin Walton transferred from North Carolina. So what does that mean uh, going forward to replace him? And actually, I think the biggest the biggest offseason move so far is the fact that John Shire went and took – took a top recruiter from John Calipari. I, just, I really, I'm, I, I know that there was talk about Duke signing uh, South Dakota State, I believe, transfer Bailey Shireman. And I just kind of want Duke to end up getting Shireman for Shire's first year. Perfect. Like, here's Shire. Know you know how I am with the teams. Yeah. I know, I know. That's going to wrap it up for this edition of the ACC Panic Room. We'll see you all later.